0: 770 a.m. 92.5 FM WVNN. Phil Williams here is a host of Right Side Radio. Right Side Radio, we like to say, is solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, thanks for joining us. It's been a great day so far. We have covered the gamut. I uh, had some great interviews. Uh, Casey Wardensky was just on. My sweet wife was on a little while ago. Before that, we had the retired major general telling us about veterans opportunities here in the community. And, and, and now I'm gonna go back to sort of what the focus of my monologue was when we opened the show. I talked about the fact that the Biden administration has just openly admitted, this is not hypothetical. This is not rhetoric. This is not hyperbole. I am not just being overly loquacious. I'm not being contumacious, pugnacious, or any of that. What I'm saying to you right now is real. Go online. You can watch Jen Psaki herself say that what the Biden administration just admitted to is that they are flagging people's posts on social media in coordination with Facebook. That's called scary. All right? I mean, if you look at it, they actually say the Biden administration is recommending several things to Facebook, one of which is that they measure and share publicly the impact of misinformation on their flat, on their platforms and should provide publicly and transparent data on misinformation that is given and the reach of who is going to and the audience that is reaching. Y'all, that's called doxing. All right? What they just said there in fancy political terms is, hey— We're going to find out who you are and we're going to make you known so the whole world can point their finger at you and cancel culture can take over from there. Number one. Number two, we have recommended and proposed they create a robust and enforcement strategy that bridges their properties and provides transparency about the rules. What that's saying is they will decide what is considered misinformation and they will take action. To include removing you from their platforms or shutting off your particular posts, basically limiting your free speech. So now we're at doxing and limiting free speech. And then the last thing was, it's important that we take faster action against harmful posts. As you all know, information travels quite quickly on social media. Sometimes it's not accurate, and Facebook needs to move more quickly to remove harmful, violative posts. You know what that means? No no, no time for thinking this through. No take a deep breath. No consider what the constitutional implications are. Let's just Get rid of them real quick before anybody has a chance to stir up a conversation we don't want them to have. That's what that means. So this is this is not this is not just pure rhetoric. I'm not just sitting here making this up. I'm looking at the article. Earlier I was watching the video. I've got the TV on right here in the studio studio, and I'm seeing Jim Psaki on TV saying this stuff. Well, listen, state governments do have a right to say something. And and even though I guarantee you, Every time you try to do something conservative, the ACLU and and, and the other organizations that seem to uh, take issue with anything conservative, they will find something to say in court. But I also know this. We will not hit anything if we don't shoot at it. In other words, we will miss 100% of the targets we don't shoot at. We have got to start taking a stand and make them work for it. Because if we do nothing, then nothing good will happen. Well, in Florida, and you know, how, how many of y'all out there are admiring Governor Ron DeSantis' stance on everything right now? Um, he's considered to be, you know, so I hear people calling him, you know, America's governor. You want to talk about this, by the way, call in. We got, we got a little time here. I'll take some calls. 866 494 9866. That's 866 494 9866. Because in Florida, what they did was, They passed a law that would allow the citizens of that state to file suit against big tech. Now, if you heard my opening monologue, The Right Side Way, today what I said was big tech has body armor. They literally seem to have the ability to act with impunity because there are some laws that have been misconstrued in their favor, in my opinion. New York Times v. Sullivan is one common law example, meaning that uh, in that particular ruling, the precedent was set so that if a public figure is attacked in the media, well, they're a public figure, so therefore it cannot be libel or slander. Did you see what happened to Donald Trump and anybody else, by the way? Michael Flynn, okay? People like that literally had their lives torn apart in the press, but it was okay because they were public figures. The other thing they have in their body armor at Big Tech is Section 230. Section 230 of the, uh, what's it called, the, the Publication Decency Act, I believe. But all that was designed to do when it was first put into place was to keep pornography out of the hands of minors. But it did allow, because of the way it was drafted related to pornography, for them to remove offensive content from their platforms and not allow it to get to a certain level well, that has now been construed to mean, yeah, we can deplatform you, we can not like your opinions, we can we can relegate you to the backwaters of the internet, and that's what's happening. And section two thirty is considered a protection for them. It gives them like literally global immunity from anything related to the manner in which they censor people. Well, in Florida, they said enough. So in Florida. The legislature, and by the way, I was talking to a Florida legislator not long ago, and he was a part of this process, and Governor Ron DeSantis signed it eagerly. They literally passed a law that says that in Florida, it is permissible for Floridians to file suit against big tech companies who are are literally doing what we're talking about, deplatforming your campaign, uh, taking you off of uh, your business, off of certain services that you had been paying for and no longer allowing you to make decisions because you, you differ with their political opinions, or for that matter, just censoring your, your verbal con- or your, your content. All said and done, the Florida law was passed, and it was due to take effect uh, in September uh, of last year. And then, of course, what happens? They immediately take it to court. The ACLU and others have taken it to court And just in June, I'm talking just last month, literally, a federal judge struck down the law. And when I say struck it down, not truly. Basically, he, he put it on moratorium, and it'll be on appeal now. But in a preliminary injunction issued in June of this year, the judge sided with two trade associations that argued that parts of the law could violate their First Amendment rights. Oh, that's interesting. So their First Amendment rights are at issue, but ours are not. And the plaintiffs took issue with the fact that the legislation seems to target large technology companies and not smaller companies. Really? Well, the judge noted the legislation was an effort to rein in the providers that were considered too large and too liberal, and by doing so, he said the balance of ideas among private speakers is not a legitimate government interest. In other words, what he did was he cherry-picked a piece of the ruling or a piece of the issue and said, because you appear to have attacked big tech and not all tech, because you appear to have attacked liberal big tech and not conservative big tech, then we see this as being something where the government is trying to decide or, or what is considered a, uh, an idea among private speakers. Well, that's not the case, and we all know it. So I hope to see this thing going up on appeal. And I'm going to go take a phone call right now, Mike from Huntsville. Uh, Mike from Huntsville, you're on Right Side Radio. Phil Williams, I'm your host, brother. What are you mind? today? I'm good, man. How you doing? Good, man. Great show. Um, so I'm not a lawyer, I'm not really that swift, but uh, I have a question, isn't it illegal for the government to restrict our constitutional right to free speech? And what I'm, what the difference is, is when they kicked uh, President Trump off of Twitter and Facebook and all of these things they did to restrict our free speech, they did it as a private company, but didn't Jen Psaki when she announced that she was having social media work for them, make them agents of the government. And therefore, wouldn't it be illegal for them to now restrict anybody's post? Absolutely. What a a great call, Mike. Hey, you might not be an attorney, but you did stay at a Holiday Inn Express, apparently, and I think you you definitely got it going (laughs) on. Hey, hey, Mike, thanks for the call. Yeah, I'll come in on that. Uh, Mike, thanks for the call. Call in any time. So listen, Mike is right. What, what just happened there was literally the, the argument is that private companies, it's their platform. Go build your own platform. Although you saw what happened to Parler. How dare you build your own platform? Uh, how dare you host it on Amazon? Amazon took them down. Amazon just basically helped out their brethren at Facebook and Twitter. And so Parler's gone for the most part. But what what, my, what, what, our, what our caller just said a moment ago was exactly right. Those are private entities operating allegedly uh, in a manner that is objectionable, but they claim they have the the rights of the free market to do so because it's their product. Now what we've just found though, is like I said earlier in my monologue, is that suddenly the inside words became the outside words. And like he said, Jim Pisaki just admitted that there's collusion between government and these massive giants of big tech, and they have determined that it's okay to step on whoever they wanna step on as long as they've decided what is considered information or misinformation. Well, Donald Trump came out yesterday and he's saying enough's enough. I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're keeping track, you know that Donald Trump, the former president of the United States is not allowed to be on Twitter, but yet the, uh, the Ayatollah in Iran can be on there saying death to Israel whenever he wants to. So Donald Trump has said as of yesterday afternoon Fresh off the press, yesterday afternoon, former President Donald Trump announced plans to file a class action lawsuit against several big tech companies that removed him from their platforms, including Facebook and Twitter. Now, some people are saying this is just like, you know, political theater. It's it's performative gesture. There's no chance of success. Here's what this does. All right. Like I said earlier, you will definitely not hit a single target you don't shoot at. What we're hoping will happen with this is that the fight will go to the courts because you know as soon as he files suit, they'll oppose it. There'll be a motion to dismiss filed. Depending upon who they draw as a judge, the case may sure enough be dismissed. If the case is dismissed, of course there will be an appeal. The idea being that hopefully, if you can't just merely prevail on the merits, which I think the case has merit, but if you cannot just prevail upon the merits, what you want is for the appellate process to keep going forward and get an appellate court, hopefully a Supreme Court ruling that operates in your favor because right now the most powerful person in the world I've heard it said is a federal district court judge because the federal district court judges are the only ones who can just tell you what to do everything after that is an appeal but once you get all the way up to the Supreme Court of the United States and they rule that then becomes the law of the land so ideally what we would see here is an issue that is not before the Supreme Court right now would move all the way up to that level with all the money that Donald Trump can throw into it to pay the best lawyers he can find, to take a class action lawsuit all the way to the Supreme Court of the United States, and finally get it to the point that Justice Clarence Thomas and others who I mentioned earlier in my monologue have now said that it may be time to review some of this body armor that big tech has to include New York Times v. Sullivan that says that you can lash out at a public figure and say whatever you want to about them in the media and on social media and it be okay simply because they're public figures, perhaps that needs to be re-examined now. Hmm, wouldn't it be interesting if a former public figure, like a president of the United States, who was censored by major big tech, was able to move this case forward and argue convincingly that New York Times v. Sullivan and Section 230 should perhaps be repealed, and it got all the way to the Supreme Court of the United States, what would happen? I don't know. Well, cue it up, Yaffe. We'll go ahead and uh, take that break. But the reality is there is so much in this story, y'all. Big tech is running amok at this point. And we have got to rein in the opportunity to have freedom of speech. And if the only road you can drive on is the road that somebody built, but they want to tell you how to speak while you're on it, there's a problem. The same is true for big tech right now, controlling the mediums by which we communicate. It would be like being told you can't say certain things on your telephone. Well, what else are you going to do? Put two strings with a, you know, a string with two cans on it? It doesn't work that way. These are systems we rely upon, and if they're going to put themselves out there as the new public square for public free speech, the speech has to be free. Right side radio, seven seventy AM, ninety two point five FM, solid conservative, and just plain right. We'll be right back. For up to the minute news, log on to wvnn.com. Depend on it. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. The News Talk Giant of North Alabama. Proud to have an afternoon show here on the channel, Right Side Radio, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. I'm your host, Phil Williams. We're winding down the show, Brother Yaffe, but thank you for running the board for me today, man. No problem at all, sir. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's good to have a team, and uh, and I thank you for filling in, and and we'll just, we'll just hope that uh, Copper comes back on Monday because <laughs> she is definitely part of the show. Um, Hey, but listen, uh, folks, I'm going to wind this up. If you want to call, I can probably take one or two calls, 866-494-9866. That's 866-494-9866. Let me tell you why this matters about the censorship we're seeing right now. Because the allegation being made in the potential Trump lawsuit, the statement that was made is that, for instance, defendant Facebook, they say, has increasingly engaged in impermissible censorship resulting from threatened legislative action, a misguided reliance upon Section 230, a willful participation in joint activity with federal actors, and their status then rises, therefore, beyond that of a private company to that of a state actor. That's exactly right. They took themselves out of being a private sector entity by colluding with the Biden administration to censor the free speech of people that the Biden administration does not agree with. Everything from do you like vaccines to whether or not you can uh, have remdesivir as a medication Uh, Whether or not you you agree with what what January 6th was, was it an insurrection or just a riot? I mean, there's a big difference between the two. What's happening with the audits uh, going on in Arizona elections? All of these things are being censored right now. I fully expect myself to be taken down at some point on Twitter. Alabama Policy Institute, where I work, has already had some of our work stymied on Twitter. All said and done, what do we ask for from our state legislators? Well, state legislators, if you're listening to this, it would not just be a populist thing to do, although it would be popular. File something. Take some legislative action that gives rights to your citizenry, your constituents, and protects them against the encroachments of big tech and protects them against the 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 inability to, to actually have conversations in what has now become the new modern public square. Now, Florida did that. And of course, Florida immediately faced legal attack by the ACLU. And they're currently having to deal with the appeals process for the fact that a federal judge has enjoined their attempts to curtail big tech. But it's like I said before, if we don't take action because we're scared somebody won't like it, then no action will ever be taken. It is not going to be popular with big tech when you do it. So just do it. They will hire an attorney to try and beat you in court. We'll fight it. It is worth the fight. So as a state legislature considers convening again for the regular session at the beginning of this next year, one of the things that I hope to see on the plate is somebody having a well thought out piece of legislation that can be enacted at the state level because we do have a 10th amendment to our US Constitution that gives the states the rights to protect their sovereignty and protect their citizens and ensure that domestic tranquility is not just a federal thing, it is a state thing. That is why we are a republic, and the states do have state legislatures, because they can enact laws and enforce them at the state level. Florida is working the issue like mad right now, and leading the way in the conservative charge. Y'all, we have a Republican supermajority in the state Senate and State House, There is no reason why they, coupled with a Republican governor, cannot pass legislation that protects the citizens of Alabama from overt censorship, not only by the federal government, but by these big tech companies that by their very nature have just become state actors. They are no longer just mere private entities. They are so large, they are so monopolizing, that literally we have no other recourse but to say we have rights and you're trampling on them. Wow. Is this show gone already? We are down to it. Well, Brother Yaffe, thank you again for being with us on the board, man. You ran it like a champ. And uh, we're going to be back on Monday. You're going to like what's coming. I got some interviews set up next week that are going to blow your mind. I got people that are going to call in from D.C. I got people that are going to be calling in from around the state. I got legislators texting me and saying that they want to come on the air and talk about some things they see happening with incentivizing vaccinations. But it's Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, just plain right. I will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend.